Well, hello everybody out there. This is your very favourite and your very own, but there's not another like me, Pastor Arthur <laughs> and Radio TCR. We're very special, you know, but then you are too. We're all special. And we've got Florence in the studio, in the virtual studio with us once again. And we had some technical issues yesterday. Um, we're not going to have them today. We've just been discussing those, are we, Florence? Yes, we have. <laughs> But there we go. Anyway, I've got a, a little piece here that I would like to, to read to our viewers. And then I'm going to ask Florence to come and share with us as she normally does. She's has some pretty good teachings on here. But this is from Eddie Rollins. He's one of our retired now pastors from New Life Church Margate. He said that, my God, this is for everybody because there's such unrest in the world. My God shall provide all your need. My God shall provide all you need according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. That's Philippians 4.19. And he writes, praise God for this bold, faith-filled and encouraging promise. It was written in a letter from the Apostle Paul to the Church of Philippi. He was in prison in Rome and this generous, loving church had sent him a gift it wasn't the first gift he'd received from them. In verse 16, he writes, even when I was in Thessalonica, you sent, you sent time and time again for my necessities. It is out of a heart full of gratitude that he blessed them. And this promise that my God shall provide all your needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. This blessing and promise of provision is more than an encouraging cliche. Rather, it's based on the, the sure word of God. And yes, God's word, the Bible, is full of testimonies and examples of how God provided for his people. In Deuteronomy 2 verse 7, Moses reminds the children of Israel how God had brought them out of Egypt and provided for them in every way. He tells them, these 40 years, the Lord God has been with you. You have lacked nothing. And listen to David as he sings out in gratitude to God in Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall lack nothing. And he makes me to, to, to lay down in green pastures and beside still waters. And he refreshes my soul. And he guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. And even though we walk through the valley, you know, of fear and death and concern, he is with us. And his rod and his staff, they comfort us. David and Paul speak the same language, the language of faith. And although years apart, they sort of trusted the same all-powerful, all-providing, ever-present, all-knowing God, just as David could testify that with the Lord as his shepherd, he lacked nothing. We can say that in Christ, we too lack nothing. That is the truth because all the promises of God in him, in Christ, are yes and in him, amen, to the glory of God. And we find that in 2 Corinthians 1 verse 20. We just want to be an encouragement to you and we say, be encouraged. All your needs are covered by all his promises. So be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, you make your requests known to God. 
according to Philippians 4 verse 6. May be blessed, blessed then with abundance of his supply and he will make your cup run over. My goodness, we've been having some problems, haven't we, Florence, one way or another around the world? Yes, we have. We have. We have been having a, a lot of problems. There's been a lot of change. Uh, this pandemic uh, is continuing to cause havoc. You know, shops closing, jobs going, factories closing, the economy being impacted, families being impacted, people falling ill, and the rate of mental health issues has just shot through the roof. In, and I did hear the other time in the last in the last the pandemic that we had, uh, there was a report to say that even domestic violence had picked up and it was on the rise. So yes, we have been uh, through a difficult time, and we are still in a difficult time. But I am also encouraged by the verse that you have just read about uh, the Lord providing all our needs according to his glorious riches in heaven. Which means that even though we are going through a difficult time now, um, listeners, we too can actually uh, depend on God because his word says that he will supply our needs. So our responsibility is then to trust him to supply those needs. And so while we are just talking about that right now, about our God supplying our needs, I'm just going to ask us to just take a break so that we can pray. You know, me and Reverend Iris are going to agree together that if there is anyone listening this morning who is thinking, what am I going to do? What am I going to feed the children on? We just want to encourage you today and we want to pray with you according to the word which says, our God will supply all your needs according to his glorious riches. So shall we just pray for a minute? Amen. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you this morning. We bless you. We give you praise. We give you honor and we give you glory because your promises are yea and amen in Christ Jesus. So this morning, we take the promise of your provision. We stand on that promise, Father God, and say anyone that is listening this morning who is in lack, we ask and we speak provision into your life this morning in the name of Jesus. We ask that the Lord will meet all your needs, whatever they are. We bring them before the throne of grace this morning and we say, let them be met 
according to his glorious riches, because we pray in the mighty and wonderful name of Jesus. And all the saints said, Amen. 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 That's a powerful prayer for all those who are listening, because God is our hiding place, isn't he? He is. That's an amazing thing. And, you know, I was looking at, at um, all sorts of scriptures. There's a scripture for, in fact, there's more than one scripture for all the things that, that, that we all suffer from. And it's quite yeah. remarkable, you know, what, what God has actually provided in mm. the word, especially when you get a modern translation. It's easier to understand. Um, wow. I was looking at, um, you know, the balance of fretting and delighting when, um, what's the easiest way to put that? The, the assurance, you know, the difference is assurance. And that's what prayer brings us is that power of assurance. Mm. Isn't that Florence? Yes. When, when, when things are sort of down. And, you know, we're told in the Bible not to fret because of evildoers. We're told not to fret because of him uh, who prospers in his way, and then we don't. Do not fret, it only causes harm. And trust in the Lord and do good and dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Now, that brings me to think, how do we get the desires of our heart under God's wing? And I, I, it does actually tell us, he does not withhold the request of your lips, but you have to ask. And I think at that point of asking, the, the miracle is created because you get a fresh answer. It's not one in a storeroom on a shelf, you know. God doesn't have so many answers for so many subjects. Your miracle, your answer is created the moment you ask the question and it's tailor-made just for you. Amen. Yeah, and that's what I found, Florence. What about you? Well, I have found that God is faithful and he is faithful to his word. You know, that, that, that is the most encouraging thing because what we are looking at the subject of asking, especially in these days where things seem so difficult, I, I can only think of Matthew 7, 7, which says, ask and you will receive, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be opened unto you, you know, and whoever asks shall receive. But do you know what is also interesting is that in John 15, verse uh, 5 and then 7, uh, says that um, I am the vine and you are the branches. If you remain in me yeah. and I in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be given you. That's John 15, 7. But we, especially those of us that know the Lord, we are being invited 
to remain in him because he is our hiding place. When we remain in the Lord, we are safe. I'm reminded of the chorus we used to sing as children, which used to say, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. So when we remain in him, we, we remain safe. It doesn't mean that we are safe from the trials of the world. What I believe it means is that even when these trials come, we are assured of his victory. We will not go under because he will grant us victory. Just like Romans 8, 38 says, you know, we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. And so sisters, brothers, mothers, fathers, uncles out there, let's hang on to that word. He says, we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. Whatever COVID-19 throws us at us, we will not sink. We may get hit, but we will rise up again. Because in him, there is victory. Amen. Amen. But Psalm 37 is so full of assurance, mm. uh, and promise. And David was old when he wrote that psalm. Um, mm. We know that because he says in verse 25 that he he write, actually writes i was um, i have been young and now i am old so it doesn't take much working out no no <laughs> i've never seen the righteous forsaken nor descendants begging bread well that's quite a testimony especially in david's day um and when he was running for his life and hiding in caves and where was he getting his food from and things like that. And it's quite a testimony of God's care and faithfulness. And in several of, of David's songs, he talks about sickness and loneliness and distress. And he certainly had his ups, ups and downs. He did. Yeah, absolutely amazing. You know, like anything else, Florence, I have to confess that I have my moments too. Um, mm -hmm. Times when, despite all the promises, I fretted and I sort of got out of my little box and just forgotten about, you know, just take it to the Lord in prayer first. Yeah. However, in, even in those times, um, there are things that I've, I've never doubted. I knew in my heart what I should be doing first. Mm. And and uh, I've never doubted that I am a child of God. Amen. I've never doubted that I'm saved by His grace. Mm. I've never doubted that I have friends and family who love me, who pray for me, and I pray mm. God for that because we Amen. need each other. So, yeah. Absolutely. But again, yeah, going back to David on this one throughout his lifetime. Yes, that too, and he'd learned to trust rather than to threat, fret. Yeah, and that God was for him, not against him. And though he walked through that valley close to shadow of death, God, mm -hmm. him. 
praise God for David's advice because I'd rather follow that than follow yeah. the concerns of the world, the pressures that are out there on us that are man-made people. COVID is man-made. Mm. And it, you know, it's a wickedness that's been pressed on, pressing us into, or well, actually you're talking about genocide of the human race. That is what you're looking at. And, and I think that those thoughts today are probably the most paramount. And yet God has a plan, doesn't he? Yeah? Yeah, he does, he does. He does have a plan. And that plan is in Jeremiah 29, verse 11. Yeah. And he says, for I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a, a hope and a future. Amen. That's what Jeremiah 29, verse 11 says. You know, the word of God has been such a comfort in the last few few weeks because of what has been happening. You know what you say, that we have all been victims of what is going on. I too have actually found myself feeling quite anxious. You know, last week I came out and suddenly I was just really aware of this anxiety in me. And I remember walking out of the house and thinking, this is not right. Why am I feeling so anxious? And then I recognized that it's because everybody else is feeling anxious. The news is throwing anxiety at us. You listen to the radio, the news is about bad things that are happening. And so I had to gather myself and take hold of the word of God. And I went back to that Philippians that you're talking about. Because if you go up a bit from verse four, Philippians four from verse four, it says, rejoice in the Lord. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And again, I say, rejoice. And then let your gentleness be evident before all men the Lord is near. Yeah. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. I then I just stood on that word. I began to rejoice in the fact that God is my God. I said, Lord, I rejoice that you are my father. I rejoice that you have saved me. I rejoice that you watch over me and you care for me. I rejoice that my name is written in the book of life. I rejoice that today I am well, at least I can go for a walk. And I just began to count my blessings and just rejoicing in what God was doing there and then. And also rejoicing in what I believed God to do that I could not see, but I knew he was at, at work. And as I dwelt on just the thanksgiving and blessing God and, and rejoicing in him, the anxiety lifted. 
absolutely. You know. we're, we're at a time in life, you know, God, God knows what we need. We pray, mm. but we don't keep on, we don't need to keep on praying the same old prayers. Now that sounds a bit harsh, but the word says, don't keep on like the pagans keep on. I know you need them. Right now, God is in control of a whole situation out there. He mm. knows about COVID-19. He knows how it got there and why it's there and what it's mean, meant to do, but not in his world. Yes, there will be a, a new world order, but it will be when Jesus steps back into this land, you know, this globe entirely. And, and I think the most amazing point on that is the fact that we can ask once, maybe twice, mm. but the secret is that uplifting power of praise. Mm. It lifts our spirits, it lifts everybody's spirits around us. Mm. And it isn't a question of the, the noise of music driving things out of your mind. Music itself is a healer. Because when you think about um, Saul in, in, his, in his mental state, his madness, he would ask for David to come and play his harp and, and sing, and it would soothe him. Mm. So there is something about music that is soothing if it's the right sort of music. Mm. But it's really necessary to trust God and be joyful because then you're accepting that he is in control. Amen. And I think that's a, a, pretty, a pretty powerful point, really. Mm. A lot of people don't, many, many years, and I'm talking about over 30, maybe 25, 28 years ago, um, maybe a bit longer than that, because we've been back from Devon for seven years next month. Mm. Um, let's say 30 years. I remember walking into, um, a ch having gone to a conference, I was working for Kenneth Copeland Ministries, mm. um, um, on, on the team there when he used to come to this country every 15 months or so for conferences and um, and I remember coming back from that first conference and saying to members in our church I asked to speak to our church which they allowed me to do and I said it's in the worship I told them that it, you know our, our secrets everything lays in the worship mm. And then over the years, it was a bit of a poo-pooed idea, but over the years, it has become paramount that that's where it is. The strength, God's strength and our strength is in worshipping him. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Uh, th th there, is, there is quite, um, uh, there are quite a few incidences of just worship, praise and exalting his name in the Bible uh, that actually um, speak of what you are talking about. You know, I'm I'm reminded of Paul and Silas yes. in prison. They were in, that's up to sixteen that we are talking about. You know, they, they they had been imprisoned. They had been falsely accused. They had every reason to complain. You know, they were Roman citizens they shouldn't have been in that prison, but they were in there. Instead of them wanting to, instead of them complaining, ah, oh, what have I done? Everything's fine. 
you've gone off. Hello. That's it. You're back on. I'm back on. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. They had every reason to complain. To complain. You know, every because Paul was a Roman citizen. He shouldn't have been treated that way. But you know, that night at midnight, when the wounds were more painful, when they were so unable to sleep, they began to sing hymns. They began to worship and praise the Lord. And as they did that, chains broke. Yeah. Not only their chains, I love this, because not only their chains, but the chains of every prisoner that was in the prison. The prison foundations shook, hallelujah. The prison foundations shook and the walls shook. That is what worship does. That's right. That's right. It shakes the foundations of evil. It shakes the foundations of bondage. It shakes everything that seeks to bind us and we get released. Prison doors open and we walk out of prison. And when, when, when the jailer woke up, he was so scared. And Paul said, do not be afraid. We are all here. That is what praise and worship does. Yes, it right. takes the fear away, you know, and it just puts us in that right place. And so maybe that is the answer to this COVID-19. Maybe we need to usher ourselves into that place of praise and worship. So that these fetters might break. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I'm perfectly, I perfectly believe that because I know that is in my spirit. You know, we somebody asked a question on my platform um, today about uh, how sorrow, you know, the sorrows of of, of this year. When you look mm. at 2020, perhaps it was this, but and I came back with something so positive. I said, we had, a, had the most amazing, I've had the most amazing year. I can't believe that it's a year almost, you know, because mine started, we're talking about November here. And uh, by December, I wasn't well. And then January, December, January, the whole thing is, is broken open. We had the most amazing year because suddenly all the stress of the world was taken we discovered here in this household the pressure came off and it was just like something had totally lifted we felt totally free mm-hmm. yes we was but we know we was just as busy working with radio and talking to people and interviewing people and we switched very quickly into zoom i just don't know how that happened it just seemed to be the next thing to do didn't think mm-hmm. about it that was god's provision and his guidance and it, it was it was a knowledge that you didn't have the day before that you woke up with one morning. And that's how God works. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I had written this back and I, I ended up writing quite a long piece on all the things that we'd done. And we weren't in the house locked down. We were in this lovely garden of ours, which is so small. And it wasn't a garden before we started, but we ended up with a really lovely garden because that's where we, our concentration went. And we met with mm. the Lord in the garden. 
many times yeah. with the butterflies and the birds. Yeah, it was an amazing experience. We had a butterfly that would come and visit and sit on my hand and I could stroke it. And it would just, it, honestly, and it would come and keep coming and coming day after day. And wow. we had some amazing Holy Spirit encounters. The time had zoomed by, literally, to coin a phrase, but it has absolutely zoomed by. And looking back on that, we were able to actually set a goal to read the New Testament in 30 days. So we did that in September. Wow. I think mine in 25 days. You know, and all the blessings, Florence, that came out of COVID have been phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Wow. You know, you're you're all you're so right, isn't it? I, I think for for us as Christians, the challenge there is what we view as a blessing. Because if you if you if you look at what you are describing, you're talking about the spiritual blessings, the the, the blessings that keep you whole and centered unto the Lord. You know that 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 time of pacing yourself instead of constantly being drawn this way and that way but just centering down and focusing on God and then enjoying the rest that comes from not having to go here there and everywhere that is what a lot of people have found very healing you know families have got back together you know fathers have got in touch with their children because they're having to they had to homeschool you know moms were at home instead of rushing off to go to school so it depends on how we we look at the lockdown That's you right. know it, it has been a blessing in a lot of ways but i'm also aware that it has been a time of pain for a lot of people. You know, a lot of people have lost loved ones. A lot of people could not visit loved ones while they were in the, while they were in pain, while they needed to be visited. You know, while we are talking about the positives of the lockdown, we are not minimizing the pain right. that people experienced during this time. Uh, I suppose what we are saying is that. Um, even in these difficult times, when we are focused on the Lord, we can still find rest, That's regardless right. of what is going on around us. I mean, I actually ended up in hospital in June uh, mm. as well, for three day, two or three days. And uh, while I was in there, you know, the Lord had me witness to one of the nurses. We didn't have to, have, we didn't have to wear masks on our ward. But the nurses had to wear them and they were there in those all day and the ones that were on night duty all night. And I said to her, take your mask off. And, and the mask was wet with her breath going into her lungs as she breathed back in. And she said she felt so tired and lethargic. So I said, you take your mask off while you sat next to me. God is going to, you know, going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And so she said, oh, I dare. I said, I can see the door come and you'll tell and talk to me it's it'll be fine and, and that's what she did and she just poured her little heart out you know and and there are times when you think well 
we do see the sad side. We, we saw the sad side of COVID as well. Mm -hmm. yeah, we were right in the middle of it there. But we yeah. to pray for people as well. Which was yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Um, again, in all these things, he is there, isn't he? Yeah. And it's just seeing those um, glimpses of him, glimpses of an opportunity to witness, you know, like he, I, I went, do you know, during COVID, I went to view a house. I'm still not quite sure about why I went to view that house, but I was quite curious. And I got to this house and yeah, I, I put on a mask and I put things on my feet and I, I sanitized my, my hands and, and then I walked in. And lo and behold, an elderly Asian couple lived in that house. Their husband has been an invalid. They had had a parking ticket because their disabled ticket had expired. Can you imagine? And they have been trying to talk to social services to get it renewed. They still haven't got it renewed. And I walk in right in the middle of this. And I, I did look at the house and uh, Later we talked and I asked whether I could pray for them. And they said, oh yes, we've been here for three years. We have not settled in a church, but we are actually Christians. Oh. We just haven't had any fellowship. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I remember thinking, oh, how, how, thank you. They were so thankful to yeah. find someone who could pray with them. And she so said, okay, fine, let's pray. So I sat there, prayed with them, and I have remained in contact with them as safely as I can because they're an elderly couple. So one has to be careful how often. You know, when I went last time, again, same thing. Yes, please pray with us. We haven't had anybody to pray with. So in these dark times, as Christians, let's look for those opportunities to bring light, opportunities to speak love, to speak encouragement, opportunities to witness and just bring Christ in the center of this difficult time. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. We've got to finish there. Time has gone. Already. <laughs> I'm just going to tell our listeners, thank you for listening, and we will be back. We promise we will be back, won't we, Florence? Yes, we will. And meanwhile, God bless. Yes, God bless everybody. Bye-bye for now. Bye.